Talk Radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio, every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. I am definitely happy and pleased to be here with you again today, having this opportunity to talk about the things that I truly believe have meaning and that we have to be willing to speak about. You know, I'm, I'm constantly saying to myself that I do not, wake up thinking about the negative and creating a place for anger to have in my heart. But after I saw this story about Bill Cosby and how this prosecutor is moving forward with trying him for the second time, the trial is supposed to start in April. It lets me know that If African-Americans do have in their heart white America, it is not without just cause. You know, when you are willing to bring pain and disrespect, young people, 
and children viciously and treat older people viciously and without respect. It shows a contentment, a contempt for African Americans as a whole. So when I look at Bill Cosby as an 80-year-old man being viciously attacked for something he did decades ago, and after losing one trial, this man is committed to doing it again to a man who is blind, legally blind, who is on his last leg, and he's looking to destroy the final years that this man had. And when he doesn't, when you talk about a prosecutor and he doesn't have anybody around him to say, back off, you know, there's no need to continue this, tells me that white America is still in, in the same place it has been for a long time. It holds no compassion. Or no humanity when it looks at people of color. They are out to destroy every last year, remaining year that Bill Cosby has left, left because he thought he had raised a rise to the point that his color didn't make a difference. And I'm saying to you this evening that we need to talk about looking at the world the way it truly is. Because we need to realize that we may never know what it is to be treated fairly or with respect in our lifetime. I hold a, I have a a pain in my heart for Bill Cosby because he has been a mainstay in my life, my whole existence. In one form or another, he was doing things to make me feel good about myself. And now there's absolutely nothing black America can do to ease his pain. White America has turned on him and decided that he's going to be the poster boy for them getting their revenge. And there doesn't seem to be anybody willing to step up to stop this travesty. The band is 80 years old, nearly blind, can barely walk, still wants your pants your pound of flesh. Almost in everything around us shows us that these people are incapable of any type of fairness. And we need to recognize it and rub it in their face 
as often as we can, letting them know that we see exactly what how ugly they're capable of being. Now, if there's anybody who deserves a pass, we're always talking about how Donald Trump deserves a pass. There's nothing in Donald Trump's past that has shown his commitment to America. Bill Cosby has shown a commitment to America, to African Americans, all his life. And he deserves an opportunity to live the last portion of his life out without being taken to a place where he is just treated despicably. So I just want to talk about today that the realization of how this man is being treated, how we need to expose the hypocrisy that exists in America. Uh, D, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing good, James. Can you uh, hear me, D? Thanks for. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hear doing you. Doing good, James. I'm doing good, man. Uh, it, it's a lot of truth in what you're saying. It really is. Um, and you said a lot, and really don't know where to start. But I think uh, where I want to start at is uh, when you said, um, uh, is it any fairness to be expected uh, towards people of color from white America or anybody of the fairer skin in this lifetime? I think that's a I think that's a good question outside the, outside of the obvious spectrum that we live in, I think that's a good question to ask. Is there any fairness to be expected in this lifetime? And uh, undoubtedly, uh, throughout history, throughout throughout history, let's say, uh, the answer will probably be, and it's probably hypothetically speaking, the answer will probably will be no. There is no fairness to these people. Throughout history, people uh, in power, like the Egyptians and and the Persians and anybody that had the upper hand on anybody else, seems to uh, have always found a way to stay uh, in power and to, in some form or another, to enslave persons that was that was lacking in some kind of way. Uh, when it comes down to the issue of Bill Cosby, um, him being uh, the American dad, uh, fought his way up through the ranks of uh, entertainment, like Sidney Poitier, uh, had to uh, undergo a lot of uh, unfairness and and had a, a rise to the point where he had been accepted, uh, as the old folks said, he had crossed over and had been, had been accepted by all white and black Americans. Uh, in that, 
and I feel your compassion, I feel your pain. Uh, there's a lesson in everybody's life, and, and he is no exception. And we'll, we'll get back to Donald Trump in a minute, how they want to give him the pass. And, uh, but let's stay on Bill Cardin just for a second, so I won't get lost for the Um When one does an act and and has some malice intent in the act that, that, that he's doing or some premeditated intent in the, in the, in the act that he's doing, um, we can have some empathy and, and his age and all, but the act that he did, if he actually did it, and, um, you know, it can be, uh, it, it's it's hard for me to, to forgive it if he actually did um, Because uh, when you use things in your power to enslave other people, and I don't care if you're white, black, or, who, or whomever, and, and, and you go and impose your will on persons, that are that are uh, un, that, that are not capable of fending for themselves or defending themselves or actually to even say no. Um, you know, um, I, I I mentioned back when it happened. Uh, that's 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 an act of, of poisoning a person to make them uh, incapacitated to to uh, have your way with them. And um, you know, I'm a, I'm a person. You know, I I I believe in forgiveness, but you know, uh, the law is the law, and and you know, nobody should be beyond reproach when it comes down to what's right and what's wrong. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it right there and let somebody else weigh in on it. Thank you, Jay. Well, D, I completely understand your position. But what I'm saying to you and what I want to say to those who are out there listening, there are a lot of things that got me to the point that I am. And I want you to understand the logic that I'm using when I have a heart for Bill Cosby. The first thing is, let's just be mindful of the law. This man was within days of being beyond the statute of limitations. Prior to uh, this particular prosecutor being in place, another prosecutor asked and gave him, let him know that he wouldn't be prosecuted if he would give questions or give answers related to what the girl accused him of doing. So he was interrogated and recorded based on the promise that he would not be prosecuted, and he paid this young lady money. When you tell me or you give me and you put it in writing uh, that I'm not going to be prosecuted, all I need to do is tell the truth. He told the truth and he paid. So then to use his transcript against him when you are giving him a promise shows your 
how despicable white America can be. And I'm not just saying that, uh, you know, Bill Cosby didn't do anything wrong, but I'm going to suggest to you that these women were after something, and they were going going to Bill Cosby to get what they wanted. And that it was an environment, what he was sharing with them was an environment that they were used to. That's what I believe. And in that environment, they were sharing these pills and they were willingly taking these, these, these chemicals. Never has it been said that Bill Cosby went to some woman's house or he took advantage of them in some um, shady place. They always were coming after him for something. In the same way that these white Females are now going after these other men of power who were doing things to them. Now, white America lets them just step down. Not one of these white guys who has been accused of mistreatment or malfeasance has been prosecuted. Bill Cosby has been prosecuted and was a hung jury, and they're going to prosecute him again. So I'm saying to you, when I talk about fairness, I'm talking about the fact that they're willing to go to a different level when it comes to Bill Cosby than they've gone to any level with anybody else of the white persuasion. Yeah, they've fired some people, but that's all they've done. They haven't brought anybody to court or to justice. They haven't made promises to somebody and changed their mind. I'm telling you that anytime it comes to black Americans, they're willing to change the rules. They're willing to go further and deeper to prove a point when it comes to black Americans. And here Bill Cosby is at 80 years old, nearly blind, They prosecuted him once, they couldn't get a conviction, and they're going to try again. And so I'm just saying to you, we have nobody to compare him to to because they've never done any white American who's been at the same level that he's been in that same fashion. The anger I feel right now is based upon the fact that they're determined to hang him and give him 50 lashes to prove that blacks are not the thing they have arrived. So please, think when you when you evaluate it and we talk about it, think about the fact they have not treated one white man of his level in anywhere near the same fashion. What, what are your thoughts about that? What are your thoughts about clearly... If you're going to say to me it's just about the law, why haven't any other white man as rich as Bill Cosby or as, as much uh, meat and what he's done for the world or America been treated in the same fashion? And, in fact, we got a president who talked about sexual assault, and he became the president. So how is, in any way, shape, or form, can we, can we say we arrived 
or things have changed when we're being treated in this fashion. D? Yes, sir. Well, you know, uh, you make a very strong and colorful case. You really do. Um, and you know I'm on board with you when you ask the question, do they intentionally try to demonstrate through their actions to help us to realize that we have not uh, have not arrived. I do I do agree with that. I, I agree that it is their malice intent, especially now. Now that the shackles have been lifted off them in the way of being politically correct. I do agree with that. Um uh, especially with these justices being placed in strategically in areas where uh we are uh, uh, meant to feel the full blow, the full blow of that intent. Um, now going forward, how do we deal with that? That is an astronomical question because uh, this is the new plight of the black man. Really, is uh, the, the 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 deliberate the, the deliberate intent to turn back the scales of time. Of uh, Jim Crow and the uh, and before that, uh, it is deliberate. And I I, I want to tell you something else, James, that I believe. I believe that they're using all the all the methods at their disposal to to get this point across. Uh, they're using sales techniques. Uh, they're taking advantage of the demographics in this country, where. Um, person, uh, people of color in certain areas of the country are less informed and appear to be, and, and, and appear not to want to be informed. Um, and, and furthermore, when it comes down to the the agreement that Bill Cosby made, uh, falling for the shenanigans of them telling him that we we still not prosecute you to tell us the truth, makes me wonder who we have for lawyers. And I didn't say a lawyer. I said lawyers, like Donald Trump got lawyers, plural, a team of lawyers. And that's what he should have had. Uh, I don't know who uh, wasn't paying attention well enough to, to advise him not to have a, a team of lawyers because they're out to get you. Um, and so uh, that was a um, – that was – somebody dropped the ball right there. And um, – but you're absolutely right. There is there is a uh, a effort. There's a movement, and they don't care who they hurt and who, who's going down the drain. It can be uh, young blacks. It can be the old older women. It can be women too. Like like the policeman snatched that little ninety year old school teacher out of the car, and ju- and judo throw her to the ground just because she didn't put her foot in the car fast enough. Yeah, it's an intent. It's an intent. And so um, my positioning uh, about his behavior has not changed, but I'm in full agreement with you that uh, there's an effort to uh, make us believe that we will not ever arrive. Thank you, James. Reverend Smith, I'm, I'm, um, I'm happy that you're here because I need to share 
uh, my feelings with you related to Bill Cosby and what this means to people of color in general. When men of white men of power make a promise to their base to sacrifice people of color and show them a lot of disrespect, they're allowed to go to power. The prosecutor in the area with Bill Cosby promised that he would put Bill Cosby on trial for taking advantage of this white female. Prior to that, the prosecutor had made a promise that if he gave truthful information while paying off this white girl, that they would not seek any criminal charges. They put that in writing. This man ran on the platform that he was going to get Bill Cosby. They prosecuted Bill Cosby and got a hung jury. And you and I both know that they know how many people were for guilty and how many people were against. And they're willing to waste even more money because of their the evil green eyes of revenge to get this band and to show the kind of disrespect they have for all African Americans. Because if you'll do it to him, you'll do it to any of us. And here you have a situation where I understand where young black men and young people of color look at this and see it for what it is, because what I see is an 80-year-old feeble man trying to live out the last parts of his years. You tried to prosecute him, and he, he got a hung jury, and you cannot, how much more do you want to rip his final days from him? And it says to me, as a 57-year-old man, 57 year old man of color, that I have to be careful. Because if I cross the wrong person at the wrong time, my future can be ripped away from me. And I, I said to D, look at the fact of all these other powerful white men who've been accused of similar things as him, who've not been charged. They've lost their jobs, but ain't nobody trying to send them to jail. So why are they so bent on sending Bill Cosby to jail? They took a bite at the apple and didn't win. Why are they consistently trying to destroy the remaining years of this man's life? Good evening to everyone. I see you're very um, engaged in this conversation, James. You're very upset to a certain extent. Um, I'm not going to sit here and agree totally with what you're saying because I don't believe totally in what you're saying. Um, I don't 
believe anyone, regardless of black, white, green, yellow, or purple, should get away with taking advantage of anybody else. Anybody. Because that's what God intended. We're supposed to learn how to get along. Yes, I've been saying on numerous times, I've said it on this show, about how we are being set up. And every time a black man does something, he is definitely going to be prosecuted more thoroughly or more uh, powerfully than any others, a white. And you do have to go back and see also that it's not about the power. It doesn't matter about the power. It's just the color, period. The color, period. I don't have a dog to hunt in this fight because I feel that someone, they raped my granddaughter. And it was many, many years before she was able to tell on him. And she finally told on him. And he had been doing that for years. And he got life in prison. And he was black. If he had been white, I don't know if I had known beforehand, I probably would have been in prison myself. But it's a known fact, and we've, we've talked about it numerous occasions about how situations are when it comes to black people. Bill Cosby, just like so many other blacks who have made it in this uh, uh, arena, that they think they have made it because they got so much money. They, 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 they don't deal that much with black people. They deal mostly with whites. And the whites, they think the whites like them. White people don't like you. I don't care whether you got $20 billion or not. They are fine, trying to find a way to destroy you. And we put ourselves out there in these situations a lot of times. A lot of times we stick our nose out there by always dissing our own and hanging around with them. That's just like Sammy Davis Jr. did. And and the many others that was out there. Okay? Bill Cosby is is, is should not look at what happened with um What's the guy that played for the L.A. Lakers? And if there's a, a black that has a name of any power whatsoever, they're going to try to write books, O.J. Simpson, all of them. They're going to try to write books and everything off of these people. This is th- These are things I know to be a fact. They are trying to make a hit on Broadway so that they can leave the prosecutorial side of it and become a judge probably and maybe hopefully be elected or selected as a federal judge and then run as a senator or a congressperson. These people are not looking just at who they are prosecuting, but they're also looking at how far can this take me. So we as blacks got to learn to stop putting ourselves in these positions. We put ourselves in these positions and thinking that these people really care about us. They don't care about us. Yes, I love Cosby. No, he should not be going 
uh, back to trial after the hung jury. But if he had killed my mother or your mother or anybody else, I don't care if he was 900 years old, I would want him to prosecute him to the fullest. And the same thing goes when he's violated white, black, green, or yellow women. Women got rights too. The only people that are really after this man and others are white males. So we can't leave out the fact that a lot of women have been totally violated, hurt, destroyed, destroyed it, and got they lived the rest of their life in, in this kind of situation in their mind. So we can't this, just throw a disclaimer out there saying, well, because he's this, or because Bill Cosby knew exactly what he was doing. He didn't start this junk until he was older anyway. And these other people out there, I, I feel sorry for him at his 80-year-old, but with the hung jury, they should not prosecute. But I don't have any empathy or sympathy for anyone that violates a woman. I'm sorry. And that goes for black, white, green, yellow. But we know that we are not loved or lacked, but yet it's still we still become lacking because we got a couple of dollars. Look at what our black athletes do today. Look at what they do. They go with the first darn thing they do when they get a bunch of money. They've used up the sisters all during their life. They've used them up. As soon as they get some money, the white woman has already been trained to go get that money. What do we do? We fall into the trap. And I'm, I, I kind of feel like Mr. T. I kind of feel like Mr. T. You didn't know me before I got it, so you darn well don't know me now. And, and that's the way it should be. We got to stop believing that after all that we've seen and heard and, and, and went through, we still believe we are going to be in the same, be able to walk the same road as these white folks. We got to find a road of our own, and we got to let God lead us and stop letting the white man lead us and let God lead us. We don't let God lead us enough. That's why I have done my whole career. I've never been in this kind of trouble, any kind of mess like this. But because I don't trust them, I respect them if they respect me. But under no circumstances do I trust them with any information or anything that I believe is going to give them an upper hand on me. Because none of you know that when they killed my wife, when my wife was killed, by drug dealers. Those fools called me from my house. They called me at my house, told me, Giles, we got an in, a case we want you to investigate. They knew that was my wife laying on, sprawled out on that bed in that hotel. And they called me and was laughing and sent me in that room. And I looked in there and it was my wife. And you think I'm going to, I have no love for them. But I, I mean, I have no Respect, but because I'm a child of God and they are children of God, I do love them the Christian way. So we've got to stop letting them take control of us. 
We give ourselves away, and then we want to blame them. We've got to stop giving them. We can't. We got to use them the same way they are using us, and that's what I've been doing all my life. I oh yeah, I love you, baby. You get me in the middle of you, then I can destroy you. But you can't destroy nothing from the outside. And that's the way Reverend I feel Simpson, about it. To you, let me say to you and to to D, and we just got Regina on the line. But I'm just going to reiterate this to you. I understand what you're saying as Bill Cosby as an individual. I'm suggesting to you it goes further than that because during this period of time when we got this Me Too movement and all these white men are falling as a result of their previous previous behavior related to these white women who they denied opportunity to or took advantage of them uh, physically, not one of these white men of power have gone on trial. None of them have been um, uh, uh, have received any criminal case against them. None of them, uh, all they can expect, out of all these hundreds of women that have come forward, all they can expect is maybe some money. They fired and that's uh, what they- all kind of men from all kind of positions, but they have yet to take any of them men and put them on trial. They've denied them awards and taken their names off of things. But yet none of them have gone to trial. Why is Bill Cosby the only man that's gone on trial? James, there is something called, uh, what is it? Oh, my God, it just jumped out of my mind just that fast. But there's a limit of time on anything that can be brought before the courts. There's a limit, a time limit, on the amount of years, four years, five years. There's no time limit on murder. Statue of limitation. No Is that what you were saying? Statue of limitation. That's what I had in my head. But there's no statute. There's no time limit. There's no, I mean, statute of limitation takes over. Bill Cosby got caught up in a situation. And so are some of these other ones that you think have gotten away. Look how long it took them to bring Bill Cosby to the forefront. Okay? Bill Cosby wasn't brought to the forefront when it first came out. It was years after. See, this thing going on with Bill Cosby for years, over 10 or 15 years, this thing has been going on. But he kept moving it, and he kept paying people off and kept going out of it. That's what these white men are doing. They are trying to expand it and to keep it because what they don't understand or what their lawyers are not telling them, the statute of limitation does not start until you tell somebody about this situation, until they know about it. That's when the statute of limitation began to run. And if it's within the four-year or five-year period or whatever, that's when, if after that, you can't, you can't do anything about it. A lot of the crimes that we have out here today, a lot of people are getting away because these idiot, idiotic prosecutors set up on their behind and allow 
And I do agree, that could be what they're doing with a lot of the white men, and they probably are. Bill Cosby is bigger than any of these people that they, even the senators and congressmen, Bill Cosby is a bigger name. He's going to sell more books. He's going to get the prosecutors and and the judges and all of these people. He's going to get them into uh, the best-selling books. They're going to get to get higher up in rank, and not only that, but probably in the legislation, and legislators and congressmen and other things of that nature. They're going to get higher and higher, and they're going to always be able to boast on that, the same way it was with the individual that prosecuted O.J. Simpson. Even though they lost, they still gained prominence, a lot of prominence and made a whole lot of money that they would not have made if Bill Cosby, I mean, if Simpson had not been prosecuted. So that's what it's more so about. We think in terms of one thing, and they are thinking in terms of where is this going to take me? Boy, is this going to take me somewhere? I sat there and watched them talk about it. I said, y'all fools, you know, that's all. Y'all crazy. You know, but... I, I was in the state attorney office myself for four and a half years. So I know what they're sitting there talking about. Man, I I can't let this go. I can't let this go because I know good and well. I I got, man, look at that. They've already contacted me about writing a book for this. and They're going to put it on a, a, a movie and all of these things. Those people are looking way ahead while we're looking at what the crime was. They're looking at how much it will elevate me because you know if they lose win or lose they're going to be elevated anyway so that's 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 what you have to look at i don't agree with it james and i know you don't agree with it and nobody no 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 the rest of us agree with it but that's the way it is and the only people can change it is us and how can we change it by stopping stopping just plain flat out stop thinking that we have made it. We got a bad habit of believing we have made it because we got $4 in the bank. We have not made it. We got a long ways to go. And as long as I'm living, probably it won't make it. But I guarantee you, I'll stay in the middle of them because I'll make them respect me. You don't have to like me, but you're going to respect me. That's all I got to say. Regina, uh, I'm glad that you hear, and, uh, you know, I've been um, trying to, to to share what it is that I just despise about the way that um, Bill Cosby is being treated. Uh, you know, I just feel like they are just showing us that they're determined to convict this man no matter what his age, no matter uh how frail he might be that this prosecutor is determined to get him uh, no matter what. But yet we got white men roaming around who have done worse, who uh, have the same power that he does, and no one has yet had any charges filed against them. You know, what, what are your thoughts in terms of this man being 80 years old and almost blind they took one bite of the apple and he and got a hung jury, but yet instead of leaving him alone and let him go out during his his last days, they determined to get 
a conviction. Hi. Um, <clears throat> I believe that um, what's going to happen is, again, they'll have a, whenever, I think it comes back to trial in March. In April 1st. I believe, April, and I do believe that with, with the other men who are, who have created victims in the Me Too movement, to be very honest with you, I'm not sure of, of the, the depth of the hurt of these women and if it is enough if they feel as if they've been violated enough to take it to take it further. I also don't know if they want to to um stop the 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 careers of these men more than they want to elevate their own careers. If they really want to stop these men, they will push it and push it and push it. If the elevation of their careers is more important, then they are not going to push it. They're just going to be in the spotlight enough. Here's a prime example. The uh, the exotic dancer or whoever it is, this last person this week that Trump was involved with. Nobody's talking to him or pushing this issue with him as to what happened between him and her or he and she, him and her, him and her. But she immediately got signed to a contract here, not contract, but signed to a gig here in Greenville, South Carolina. And the title, the big banners and stuff said, um, Make America Horny Again. She got in there, made so much money, and immediately left, concerned about Donald Trump getting out of office. But she's concerned about boosting her career. So I think that, that that's some, you know, something that's critical to think about these days with all of this that's going on. Well, Regina, one of my concerns, or what I'm making the comparison to, is showing that white America is willing to give Donald Trump a mulligan, or as uh, one of the ministers used, uh, we're just concerned about how he's living now. Uh, And here you are, a man 80 years old, who violated a woman who he paid off. He uh, remember now, Bill Cosby paid this woman off, gave her millions of dollars. But yet, oh. the president can pay this woman 130000 and he can just walk away from what he did. What he did was criminal no matter what. If he paid her for sex, it was criminal. So I'm saying to you, why is it that they're willing to push a man who got one foot in the grave push him to his death 
but yet we can have a man who's done all these uh, unmistakable things that our president has done, and he can become president, and he can stay president. You know, and I'm trying well, to say we don't remember when he was, there was a underage child who accused him of molesting her. You see what I'm saying? This, there, there are a lot of accusations that go out about these white men, but they don't get charged. But here you are, you got the black man, you're going to make him die trying to, to get his, uh, his, his freedom. So, D, understand, I recognize that what Bill Cosby did was wrong, but if what he did was wrong, then we should be prosecuting our president. It's going to spread over. I don't have the time for that. Yes. I, okay, I'm here. Uh, look, um, you know, I say that um, Pastor Smith, I, I really, really, really appreciate you being on the show because you bring a, a wealth of knowledge and and, uh, and experience to the table uh, in, in areas that we really don't know much about, and I really do appreciate that. Uh, to Miss Regina's point, um, I want to throw throw in, throw in a scenario that uh, when um, Bill Clinton claimed that he uh, that he did not have sex with that woman, uh, he somewhat admitted to having or that she performed oral sex on him, and 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 but he still in the same breath claimed that he did not have sex with that woman. And the somebody, I think it was probably a new journalist, said, well, if you don't believe that's sex, you need to ask his wife. And so to Miss Regina's point, you know, uh, I, I understand the, the positioning that, that, that you bring into the table, James. But uh, I would contend that you – probably need to ask a, a person that's been victimized themselves. Ask the victim that brought, brought about these charges and see if they care whether or not he's 80 years old. See if they care well enough that, yes, the, the balance of fairness is, is lopsided. And I think that uh, in that, now, of course, you know, being a, a black man, I understand your your pain and your concern, but to Mr. to Pastor Smith um, uh, credit, you know uh, David came on here uh, uh, months ago and, and acknowledged to the fact that you know while we're playing checkers, they playing chess about everything. Just like Miss Regina said, this porn star uh, took that incident and 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 catapulted her career, and like uh, Pastor Smith says, uh, these district attorneys and judges do the same thing. So uh, in, in, in all of this, I think there's supposed to be a lesson in all of this that we're supposed to teach our children going forward. Like my daddy used to say, you can't do what they do and expect to get away with it. And I have, take, I have taken that to heart ever since I've been a, a, a person. And, and knowing that, his experience been a man of... Ninety now, of course he's dead and gone. Um, growing up in the southeast, that that was that was his that was his reality, 
and he passed that on to me as a young boy. So um, this whole Donald Trump era and uh, and all of these all of these uh, situations that we are witnessing are supposed to be learning to going forward. But James, I do appreciate uh, your concern about that. But um, but you know the new philosophy, like Pastor Smith said, it is what it is, and uh, and I'm not laughing at, at the seriousness of it. I'm just saying uh, this: uh, we should be able to uh, gain something from all of this. Thank you. But what what you are saying, and listen, I recognize that I can't be on the winning side all the time. I cannot uh, look to have everybody in agreement with me every time we have a show. Uh, but I'm going to tell I'm going to say it like this. Reverend Smith, what I see, and again, I try to tell everybody, I'm a math major, so I look at things in a logical fashion. We have not arrived. It's obvious that they, every time they have an opportunity, or some of them have an opportunity, they try to suggest to us and put us in our place. Ben Carson, who I have had a lot of respect for before he came, uh, uh, got into politics because of what he had accomplished, they put him in his place. They put him in some style in another area, and I don't know if he deserved to be anywhere, but had I been him, I'd have told him to go on about their business, don't worry about me, and went on about my business instead of them using me as a lapdog. But what I'm saying to you, it means to me then, as I strive for my dream, that I can never be a true and equal citizen because no matter what I do, they're going, any mistake I make, they're going to take me to the hill. They're going to take me to the end and, 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 and try to make an example of me for the rest of the people of color while they allow their own brothers and sisters to have freedom to do whatever they want to. I want you to remember when the governor of um, New Jersey uh, was have they found out that he had was having prostitution, paying prostitutes. They let him resign, and then didn't press any charges. So often they allow themselves to resign and just go on with their lives. And I'm just saying. Why couldn't or why shouldn't they do the same for Bill Cosby at 80 years old? He ain't 20 years old. He's not 30 years old. He's not 40 years old. We're talking an old man on his last leg. You tried to prosecute him. He got a, a um, hung jury. How many hung juries out there have they just left alone and went on about their business? I'm telling you they're trying to prove a point. And you're right. Somebody is trying to make a name. They made a pro- they made a promise to their base, and rather let this man go on and live the rest of his days out, they will kill him as a result, and have no empathy or sympathy for his position. So I understand, Reverend Smith, what you're saying, but I think it is wrong that they're not willing to let this man go on and live out the rest of his days. They don't try to do the most. That man did what he said he was going to do. He was going to try to prosecute him. He didn't win. Leave well enough alone and let this man go on about his business. This is how they treat us. I do not believe they would have treated Hugh Hefner like that. If you believe Hugh Hefner having rest with some underage girls, 
one of the underage girls that they said Bill Cosby met, he met them at Hugh Hefner's place. So if one underage girl was at Hugh Hefner's place, there was a thousand of them. So why didn't they prosecute Hugh Hefner? So I'm just saying to you, they always treat us differently, and they always will. And this is just another way of them showing us how little power we have. Reverend Smith, you there? I'm here. Okay. I understand perfectly what you're saying before I go on to preach <laughs> preach the word of God here. I, <laughs> I I understand perfectly what you're saying, and I and I agree with what you're saying. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You are getting yourself all worked up for nothing. Because, see, the thing with me is that I trust in God. And I know that I know that this is a tragedy. But let me tell you something. We are going to see many more tragedies. And it's not just happening to us. It's happening to other people of color. But my thing is that Bill Cosby decided to do what he wanted to do. Um, Some of these other white men and a lot of other black men have chosen to do what they want to do. But remember what the word of God said. The word of God has said, said, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. And he who thinks he's the greatest is least of all. So that day is coming. Everybody's day is coming. I refuse anymore. I've had two heart attacks. You believe that? Two heart attacks worrying about what other people are doing. I'm not worried about it now because I said that God told me the battle is mine, not yours. And I'm allowing God to fight it. Yes, I will stand up. Yes, I will say what I've got to say and more. But I will not, after I finish saying it, I mean it, and I'm not going to worry about it. And that's what you've got to do. And I understand your position. And you say logical you, you, because you're a math major. Yes, you're thinking logical. And that's the right way to think. But 90% of those people that you're talking about do not think Logical They think in terms of Greenback Logic ain't got nothing to do with Dollar bill okay And I know that's not good grammar But it ain't got nothing to do with a dollar bill Alright So you've got to come to yourself and say Okay I know what I can't do I'm not going to put myself In that position I'm not going to allow in on my brothers now We've learned this lesson That's a lesson we keep learning But we keep messing it up Because we won't reach out to our brothers And say I am my brother's keeper I am my brother's keeper So I need to reach out and say Hey don't do that man Because you're going to get yourself in trouble And you know the white man's going to do it I don't care and Once you've done your part All you can do then is step back And say to God be the glory and let God's will be done. Okay? So I don't want to see Cosby go to jail, James. I, I don't. I, I think it's a tragedy. At 80 years old, and I'm not too far from there now, I don't want to see him go to jail. But one thing, like I said before, he had to remember. He should have remembered all of these things when he was having nothing but a bunch of white women coming up to his house. And to his apartments, to his hotel, to wherever, knowing that sooner or later they were going to tell on him, because all they wanted was to get him in a trick bag, 
get his money, but he kept doing it because there's a white woman. There's a white woman. Who gives a hell of being about a white woman? I'd rather have God forgive me. I'm not going to say that. But either way, either way, all I can say is this. Get your knickers off because Bill Cosby is going to be fine. The Bill Cosby is going to be fine. The judge is not going to see fit. Believe it or not, they're going to, they, if, if they prosecute him again, it's going to probably be thrown out. They're going to prosecute him, but they're going to just drop it once they get to court. They've got to make this play. They've got to make this look good. That's what the prosecutors do. They want to make it look good. And so when they see it in the book and when they write their book, they can say, I did my job. Or when they go and put it on their resume, they can say, I did my job, but the judge called us in and we came to an agreement. So uh, I'm hurting, but I will pray and I will continue to pray. And I will continue to pray that you get your knickers out of a knot, okay? So that you don't allow. Don't allow. But listen, don't let me tell you, you're it, good is, man. it is it is, it is, is, is exactly what you're talking You know, most of the time I try to fair, but this is not fair at all. And I'm saying to you that, you know, we have to look beyond the obvious. And I want white America to see the obvious. Sometimes they try to say, I, I don't see what you're talking about. I don't see the the the, the unfairness in this. Uh, I think this is okay. But clearly there are things that African Americans see, we see, Regina, and that it is as clear as day and night to us. But they want to suggest they don't see it. I don't know what you're talking about. Why can't y'all forget about what happened 200 years ago. You can't forget about it because you're doing the same thing to us right now. And that's what angers me, Regina. What angers me is they want us to act though we're walking through life blindly and not seeing the atrocious things that they're doing to our people. Well, we have to let them know that our... um that we aren't blind, and that's another aspect of the uh, Bill Cosby versus the 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 Me Too movement now, and, or not the Me Too, but Trump. The Republicans are backing Trump. The evangelicals are backing Trump, and that even evangelistic, evangelicalistic. Help me with that, Pastor. Um, church is huge. You had um, Billy Graham's son on there this morning, and I don't believe on um, one of the talk shows, and I don't believe that he's supporting some of the things that Trump is saying, but those members of that of that sect, I will say, are supporting him. Where are we with supporting with supporting um, Bill Cosby? Do we support him, or do we become a part of the crowd that, um, like when Jesus was on the cross, 
Some of his very own friends were up there killing, 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 killing. Some of us, get him, get him, get him, get him. But those white folk, those white folk, they standing behind Trump come hell or high water. He's talking about grabbing women, supporting what he's doing. And it doesn't matter that they're supporting him wrong. What matters is they are using their voices. So that that just goes along with, again, what we as a people do not do and the results of what happens. Uh, D, let me just say this to you. We hear, and just like Regina said, these these ministers uh, that are part of white America, and I keep uh, not being able to say that word myself, uh, Regina, in angelicals, I don't, I don't know that, but these ministers, one of them today said that, or last night I heard him say that God made this possible, that God wanted him to be president. Um, and I'm sitting here thinking that this man is the furthest thing away from somebody who has any morals or any values whatsoever. Why would God want him in this place? And a lot of times, you know, we don't know what, what you know, we've talked about how things are going to get better, what God wanted us to see, because he let him become the leader. But for these white men to get up on and say that God put him in this place uh, because he was going to make things better for us, puts them at odds with what it is that we believe. And that this man, every day, a different story comes out about him and what he's done. Now that he's paid this woman 130000 uh to keep quiet, and we know he's not a committed or dedicated family man. You know, we see the turmoil that's going on, not uh, not only the turmoil that he's committing our country to, but the turmoil that's going on in his own personal life, front and on stage. See? Yes, James. Um, I'm loving the show, man. Show is off the chain. Look here. Let me let me start right here with with Pastor Smith with what he said lastly, and it is: we have to learn to observe like we're doing, but still keep our composure. Now, this is this is the new wave way that we got to deal with this thing, because if we do not, yes, we're gonna bust a vessel, we're gonna bust a pipe, we're gonna end up in the hospital. <laughs> and if you think I'm lying, because look, let me tell you now, you, everything that they've done in the past is 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 holding true still. Look, if if we end up in the hospital, that's just another another black person that they don't have to worry about. You got to know that. All right, so let's put that on. Let's put that on the shelf. Now, to to your credit, James, and to your point, you you have an activist. And I can appreciate that. But in the new wave era, and this is where we are. This is the new wave era. In the new wave era, we have to learn to take what we're learning here. And what we're learning is still, like you say, they don't care. They ain't never care. But what they're doing now, they're using different facades. 
to pretend they do care. Now, the only bad thing that I can see in all of this event is when Trump got nominated. Then they went haywire and put the posters in their yard. That was a god thing. Because that, that, what that did, that let us know who they really are. But they didn't understand that the evilness would not hold true. So he's going to fall through the cracks like, like he's supposed to do. But my point in, in this is that we're supposed to use this as a teaching tool for our children. Now, everything you said, Jamie, is a 100% point, non-on point. You're 100% right. But the, the jumping up and down and the waving of the arms is not going to make them change. What, what our future looks like is when our black, young black people come to realize that they got to start paying attention. And don't fall for this trick of legalizing marijuana. Don't fall for that trick. That's the same trick that, 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 that uh, Bill Clark is for. You know, you tell us what you want. We ain't going to prostitute you. Yes, the hell they are. If they legalize marijuana, they're going to they're gonna prostitute you still. They're going to come get you. you just, they set themselves up for the trap. That's the teaching tool. That's the, that's the teaching. Don't believe the okidote, like my mom used to say. Don't go for the okidote. So, you know. Well, let me just ask you this, D. Sure, do, you sure, honestly, do you honestly believe that through all the years that Hugh Hefner was doing whatever he was doing, that he did not do anything illegal with any young girls? He wasn't out there passing out no drugs. Them guys ran in the same circle. So that thing you trying to condemn Bill Cosby for as though it was something out of the ordinary, I ain't never been a Hugh Hefner's uh, playboy house. But mm-hmm. Bill Cosby was, and you don't think he saw the same thing he was doing, Hugh Hefner was doing to all them girls that were coming to his place? Yes, sir. I, I know he was doing the exact same thing, but here's the difference. Hugh Hefner knew he had to pay for it. That's the difference. If, if you're gonna pay, if you're gonna play Playboy, you got to pay. You got to pay Playboy. So, if Bill Cosby, if he didn't understand that science, then one one way or another, you got to pay. Because if you're gonna be the Playboy, you got to pay to be the Playboy. And so you can't you can't expect nothing free and like. Like Pastor Smith said, Mr. D. Women know you got loot. That's right. You're going to have to pay. And if you ain't paying, and, and so if you're going to drug me and, and take it, oh, yes, you're going to pay. Because when I come out of it, and the first chance I get, I'm going to make sure you pay one way or another because you should pay the day. Next question, James. <laughs> All right. Cheryl, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you made it back with us, Cheryl. I'm up I'm here fighting for my life. Um so I'm just trying to say that I got some I have some you know, a heartfelt feelings for Bill Cosby and I wish they'd go ahead and leave him alone and let him die. Uh, you know, his dying days have some decency enjoyment. And uh here it is, he's supposed to go back on trial April first. Uh they had a hung jury the first trial and these people are doing all they can to destroy this man. And I'm saying that, you know, not one white man, not one white man of his caliber 
is being taken through this. They're losing their jobs. Uh, they've been uh, fired and they've been uh, exposed, but none of them have been taken to uh, being charged with anything or trying to get them to lose their freedom. Why are these white Americans so bent on making uh, an example out of uh, Bill Cosby? Good evening, everyone, and how's everyone doing? I apologize for being late. I jumped on, but I didn't hear anything, and I got off. Um, You know, that's a good question. Because, you know, when they started this process, none of them knew that they were also going down as well. Now, you're right. What's the difference? What's the difference between what everyone else has done and and what, well, I'm going to say alleged have done and what they allegedly say Bill Cosby has done? And how do he get prosecuted for this and nobody else. They only get fired or they have to resign or whatever it is, or, you know. But I wonder that as well. Where's the justification in it? I mean, it's really unfair because now let's start having trials for everybody else too, including, including Donald Trump. Because Exactly, You know, it's not that they have done or have been accused of doing anything any different. And there's still more that's going to be exposed in every single day. So how can we even justify the fact that they're going to prosecute him? And not everybody else. And there's a lot of them. I just seen where a grandmother is a clown that she had to quit because she's been accused of some type of sexual harassment. And I mean, it's all coming out. So if if him, why not you? And is it because of the color of his skin? Or is it because they started the process and nobody thought that they were going to be um, caught as well or exposed as well? So now that all of these are exposed, why have that not come up? You know, why are we not prosecuting each one of these? Why are they just getting a slap on the wrist? Even losing a job is still a slap on the wrist compared to putting now your whole life on trial. And not only that, they ripped him of everything, but they never gave him back none of the money that he donated. So why would you want that? But then you ripped him of everything else that he's been through, you know, that he's accomplished. Not that he didn't accomplish it. You know, so that's a really good question. And I would like to see that become a public, um, publicly where it's being talked about. Yeah. yeah if, if it's so, if it's so okay for you to take my name off your building 
or off your college or take back all your doctorate degrees, then send me my check back. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't think about that. Absolutely. But they were so quick to Absolutely. rip his name off everything, but they ain't sending no money back. And Regina, uh, what, what do you think? Regina, what do you think about what I said about Hugh Hefner? One of these teenage girls that Bill Cosby supposedly met, he met them in Hugh Hefner's place. Now, you don't think young girls were going to Hugh Hefner's place on the regular uh, before he passed away? And, and, and nothing was said. And now you got all these men, all these white men, including our president, caught up into his little old mess. And uh, what happened to the charges that was supposed to be brought against him for underage girls? James, I'm going to just say this. I'm going to say it one time, and I don't know who taught me this. But we can't do what they can do. My daughter went to a predominantly white high school, and I have seen two African-American boys and two Caucasian boys get in trouble, go to jail. I've seen the principal go down there and get the Caucasian boys out and leave the African-American boys there. Now, you all know my daughter had her share of issues in school, but I'm going to tell you what I told that, that principal. I told him, I am not going to purchase a copier or any other type of machinery to buy my child out of trouble. You're going to treat her the way you treat those white folks. And if not, I'll be sitting at WIS News Channel 10 exposing you and the district. And mind you, this is the same district that I worked for and that I still work for. You don't make your stance known and stand for something, then you're going to fall. But you've got to also know the mentality of the culture that we live in. They're going to get away with what we can't get away with. And you've got to know it and let them know that you know it. But also, don't be a fool and get out there and do stupid stuff that you know you're not going to get away with. All right, we're going to go and have one more, have one break today, and we're going to come back. You two ladies, Regina and Cheryl, are the only ones left on the line, and we're going to let you all have your final word. We got it together, didn't we? We've definitely got our thing together, don't we? Isn't that nice? I mean, really, when you really sit and think about it, isn't it really, really nice? I can easily feel myself slipping more and more away. That super world of my own. Nobody but you and me. We've got it together, baby. 
Well, I um, yes, I was I was just thinking about you, you mentioned um, Hugh Hefner and his um, and and his mansion, and then I was thinking, you know, the equality inequality was there all along. Imagine what would have happened to a black man if he had this huge mansion and women running around half naked with bunnies tails on stuck to their behinds and they either have him locked up saying he was delusional or they have him in jail for for running a whorehouse. 
None of this happened to Hugh Hefner, and he made billions. So there again, we cannot do what they do, and we have to become aware of that, and we have to acknowledge that and um, just do it in a, in a slicker way. It's not going to be the same result. Well, we are held so to a right. different standard. For sure, for sure. Cheryl, what are your, your final thoughts for this evening? Um, although I didn't get a chance to hear a lot of what went on, but, um, you know, toward the end where, you know, we talked about what is the difference. And the difference is just like, you know, Regina say, we are not them. And why... You know, why are we so targeted or why are we still treated unjustifiably, you know, knowing that one one situation is no different from the other situation. The only difference is, is the color of the skin. So that's my, um, my final statement. It's the color of our skin. That's it, and that's the thing that's so depressing. Uh, you know, we continue to continue to let us know there'll never be a time when we'll treat it fairly. It just is not gonna come to pass. We can fight, we can bleed for it, we can sweat for it, but they have determined that they're only going to give themselves the mulligan that they have given. Donald Trump. Take care, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. So.